When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And hi again, everybody, and welcome to another edition of If You Don't Like That, preview of the Las Vegas Raiders. Will they be able to bounce back after a disappointing 6 and 11 season. Today's show brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. For your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X-Plumbing.com. And remember, they're available 24-7 for all of your plumbing needs and repairs. That's New Works Plumbing, N-E-W-W-R-X-Plumbing.com. The Raiders. Again, last year, disappointing first-year head coach Josh McDaniels. Six wins, 11 losses. Gone is Derek Carr, now the quarterback in New Orleans. You still have Devontae Adams, but you don't have your outstanding tight end, Darren Waller, who's now in New York with the Giants. Josh Jacobs, as I record this, is still a holdout. He has not reported to camp to sign his tag. Raiders can't find him. He didn't sign his tag, so it's not costing him any money. I got to believe that before week one, Jacobs will be on the field. But how much will it help a football team that appears to have several holes and they open up the season with two straight road games? Let's now take a look at the complete schedule for the Raiders. One, the Denver Broncos. Say hello to Sean Payton. Say hello to the Mile High City. The Broncos and the Raiders, two very disappointing teams from a year ago. You know, as I do this, not knowing whether Jacobs is going to be on the field or not makes it a lot more difficult to predict. I'm going to say that he will be on the field, but I don't think he's going to be able to play a lot because I think he will have just reported the camp. I'm not sold on the Broncos. I think defensively they're pretty good. I think offensively they have some issues. This is a gigantic game for Russell Wilson. It really is a huge game in Denver for the Broncos and Russell Wilson. I am not sold at all on the Denver Broncos. I'm going to say the Raiders go in there week one and get the W against Denver. Now it's on to maybe the toughest game of the year on the road. Week two at the Buffalo Bills. No way they go in and beat Buffalo. No way 
The Bills are a better team. Plain and simple, the Raiders will come home with a, I think, very happy split on the road of one up and one down after losing to the Buffalo Bills. Are you ready for some Sunday night football? Here comes Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm going to tell you something right now. That stadium in Las Vegas is going to be full of Steeler fans. They travel well. The Raiders have had an issue in that department. Mark Davis very upset last year with all the fans rooting for the opposition. Just wait until you see the Steeler fans invade Las Vegas. Steelers, to me, are one of those teams that is, ah, could be good. Mike Tomlin to me, great coach. Not really a home field advantage for the Raiders. I think the Steelers go into Vegas and get the win. So the Raiders will start off with one win and two losses. Next up on CBS, a divisional matchup at SoFi against Justin Herbert and the Chargers. I don't see any way that the Raiders get this win, even though they're going to have a full house of Raider fans rooting them on. Chargers, to me, a better team. They'll get the win, and so it is another loss for the Raiders. Then they're back on prime time as here come the Green Bay Packers. Star. No, it's not Brett Favre. No, it's not Aaron Rodgers. It is Jordan Love and the Packers. Monday Night Football, Las Vegas. The Raiders will get their second win of the year. I don't see the Packers being very good this year. The Packers, to me, are a team that will be lucky to win seven games. I look at this matchup. I look at the Raiders. I look at the fact that after their bad start of one and three, they've got to get off the snide. And for that reason, I think they will get the win at home. Monday Night Football, Week 5, against the Green Bay Packers. And then come the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick, week six, brings in the Patriots to Las Vegas. And, you know, to me, the Patriots are a better team than people are giving them credit for. They play in a very tough division, obviously, as we know, with, you know, the Jets, with the Bills, with the Dolphins. I think the Wingland is not a bad football team. All right? They got the matchup with McDaniels and Belichick, who knew each other inside and out. I like the Patriots here. I think they get the win in Las Vegas. The Raiders... Now we'll have to go on the road for a pair of games at Chicago and at Detroit.
Windy City in a matchup with Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. And by the way, don't you love that theme music on Fox? First appearance of the year for the Raiders on Fox. Yeah, we got to love that music. Uh, it's a thing of beauty. What will not be a beauty is the Raiders' final score. The Bears, to me, have a lot of pressure on their young quarterback as he enters a third season. He now has some weapons around him. Close game. But I think the Bears edge the Raiders late fourth quarter. So it's another loss for the Raiders and Josh McDaniels. Now, another primetime game. Not too far away. The Great Lakes from the Windy City to Motown and a primetime Monday night matchup with the Detroit Lions. music too for Monday Night Football. The Detroit Lions, a lot of people are expecting big things from them this year. Some feel they will win that NFC North. Beat the Vikings. Beat the Bears. Beat the Packers. Prime time for the Lions? Uh Uh-uh. They will win this game. Raiders are going to go home after losing a pair of road games at Chicago and at Detroit. And in come the following week, the New York Football Giants. From ESPN back to Fox. The Giants, one of the surprise teams in the NFL a year ago, but this is a Giants team that has a brutal schedule playing the AFC East. They make another trip out west. They were in San Francisco for week three. That's their schedule after playing the Cardinals on the road in week two. Giants are a better team. Darren Waller, the former Raider, comes in. I think he will have a big game, and I think the Giants and company will get the win in Vegas against the Raiders on Fox. And then, believe it or not, the Raiders are back on prime time the following week as they take on the other New York team, the New York Jets on NBC. Aaron Rodgers... In Las Vegas. Anyone out there picking the Raiders to beat the Jets? Uh, This matchup on Sunday Night Football, Week 10. I don't know if the Jets are as good as everyone says. But I think Rodgers, controlled environment, indoors, 
They can block Max Crosby. I think the Jets score a lot of points in this game. And I hate to say it, but I think it's another loss. Prime time on NBC. The Jets cruising over the Raiders. Then it's time to pack your sunglasses, your shorts, and your T-shirts, Raider fans, because you're going to South Beach. Back on CBS, the opponent, the Miami Dolphins. Will Tua still be playing week 11? That is a potent offense. Miami. A lot of people expecting big things this year. I think that's going to be a very difficult matchup for the Raiders. Short week. Going from a late Sunday night. Long flight. Leave on a Friday. Going to have a tough time beating the Dolphins. I think Miami wins this game. Then it is back home for week 12. Again on CBS. And the opponent, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Do I even have to tell you what I think is going to happen in this game? It will be a win for the Chiefs as the Raiders limp into the bye week, which is week 13. And at the uh, bye week, the Raiders at home to take on Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings with that bad defense. I think the Vikings are going to fall this year, folks. I really do. No Dalvin Cook. Adam Thielen is in Carolina. I think the Vikings are going to be one of the more disappointing teams in the NFC. A couple of weeks off. When I mean a couple of weeks, I mean the week off. I'm going to pick the Raiders to beat the Vikings. I'm going to pick them as an upset. They're going to be a dog here. I'm looking at the Minnesota defense, and I think the Raiders can exploit that defense. So I'm going to pick them as an underdog at home to beat the Minnesota Vikings in week 14, which gets them to a very short week because coming up on Thursday night, once again, a division rival and the L.A. Chargers. Amazon Prime Video, the Thursday night. Chargers, Raiders, second meeting of the year. Bottom line is the Chargers are a better football team. It's normally close, Raiders and Chargers, but I just don't see it this year with the Raiders. They're coming off their upset over the Vikings, but I don't think that momentum is going to carry them through on a short week. I do like home teams on a short week, though. I think that's an advantage for the Raiders. But listen, Los Angeles to Vegas is a hop, skip, and a jump, so the travel is really not an issue there. I think the Chargers go into Vegas week 15, which then sets up a pair of road games and a very difficult challenge ahead for the Raiders as they're back on CBS. And that matchup, week 16. Merry Christmas, everybody. What do you get for the Christmas holiday? You get Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and the Kansas City Chiefs on the road. Not going to be close. Chiefs will make quick work of the Raiders. The Raiders 
are going to have a difficult time. That's a loss. We'll keep it on CBS. From Kansas City to Indianapolis. Happy New Year, everybody. The Raiders and the Colts. I think the Raiders can beat the Colts on the road. I don't think the Colts are going to be very good. I don't know if McDaniels will still be the head coach at this point. But I'm going to say Happy New Year. I'm going to say the Raiders go into Indy and get the win, which sets up a game that we don't know yet what network will be on. The Broncos, the Raiders, to close out the season week week 18. So I'll just pick my favorite theme song of the bunch. Well, you know what? I'm not even going to do that. I'm going to give you Raiders faithful exactly what you love. The autumn wind is a pirate, blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten, he wears a hooded sash, with a silver hat about his head, and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold and the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold the autumn wind is a raider pillaging just for fun he'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won well the autumn wind Not going to be very kind to the Raiders. They close out the season at home against the Broncos. I'll give the Raiders a win. I'm going to end their season with five wins. Sorry, Raider fans, but I think you're in for a long year. No Darren Waller, as I said. Don't know about Josh Jacobs as we talk right now. I just don't think they're very good. I just don't think they're very good. I think they're going to have a difficult time. I give them six wins at the most. You know, if you gave me the over-under seven, I'm going under. I could see six wins. I could see him winning that game at Chicago. I gave that as a loss. It's going to be a long year for the Raiders. It will not be a postseason for the Raiders in 2023. January 2024, the Raiders will be spectators for the NFL playoffs. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress, we all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Grant. Let's now move along to our Crowd Ultra questions. Go to CrowdUltra.com and you can ask me a question and maybe I'll answer it on my next podcast. Donovan asked, do you agree with Steph Curry that he's the best point guard of all time? And does it bother you when players make these statements about themselves? Donovan, stay tuned for Grant's rant. Chase asked, what's the biggest lesson that can be learned from the 49ers misjudging Trey Lance? The lesson is what is in every draft and every sport and that's mistakes are made at the top of the draft at the bottom of the draft and evaluating college talent is not 100% certain in terms of how they're going to perform at the next level so the biggest lesson is that there is no sure thing when it comes to the draft Ernie asked is the American public interest in Messi more or less than when Pele was in New York City great question Ernie because I was in New York when Pele went to the cosmos and I didn't know anything about Pele didn't know anything about soccer and Pele was huge I'll never forget how he kind of entered the New York sports scene and was put on the grandest of stages I would say it's very similar the big difference Ernie is that social media and the internet are in our lives now And when Pele was in New York City, it was only the tabloids. And we got all of our information pretty much from either watching uh, television. This was before SportsCenter or by picking up our newspaper. Now, you know, Messi's everywhere thanks to social media. But it's a fabulous question. Uh, I would say very similar. Jay wants to know, what's your assessment of Harden's $100,000 fine? My assessment is you really need to be more careful about what you say when you make the accusation of your front office and the president of the team that you work for calling him a liar. So I don't have a problem with it. Nick from New York, what do you dislike most about New York City? Probably the traffic and the road conditions. I mean, the roads in New York are terrible. They really are. The potholes, uh, things of that nature. That's about it. I love everything else about New York, but I would say the traffic uh, and the potholes. Dylan wants to know, how do you think Otani's injury will impact his upcoming free agency? I I think it impacts it, Dylan. You know, if he has to have Tommy John surgery, I mean, pitchers have come back from that and done very well. Clearly, he can be a designated hitter. Clearly, he has other amazing skills other than pitching, but I think it will impact it. To what extent? You know, time will tell. Rob wants to know, would it be a mistake for the White Sox to move to Nashville? Uh, I don't know, Rob, uh, enough about the White Sox situation, but here's what I do know. Chicago will always be a Cubs town, and you will always play second fiddle to the north side. And if you go to Nashville, you will be the king of that city. I mean, the Titans are huge. The Predators are huge. But the point I'm trying to make is, they would love baseball in Nashville. I'm not saying they don't love baseball in Chicago, and I don't know about their lease and everything else, but when you're in Chicago, it's second fiddle to the Cubs. That much I do know. In Nashville, you won't have that issue. 
Thanks again to the questions, crowdultra.com. And again, maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. It's time for Rant. 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 Today's rant is brought to you by Bennett's Westside Grill. Their newest restaurant now open for you at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. Prime seafood and steak. It is awesome. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. Check out the full menu and everything else. Bennett's Restaurants and the new restaurant, Bennett's Westside Grill. All right, so why are people on Steph Curry's case? He was asked a question if he's the best point guard of all time, and he answered yes. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, he's certainly in the conversation. I can't put him ahead of Magic Johnson. I mean, Magic would have been an all-star at all five positions. Magic changed the way the game was played. And to his credit, Steph Curry changed the way the NBA game was played. You know, if you were a coach and someone you, you, you either had to have Magic Johnson or Steph Curry as your point guard, I think you'd sleep very well at night. But I don't have a problem with Curry answering the question the way he did. And yet there are so many people that are jumping all over him. You know, even Michael Jordan came out and said, no way, Magic Johnson. All right, that's fine. Everyone has an opinion. By the way, there's no winner in this debate. All right? Your opinion, my opinion, if it differs, so be it. They're both great. Magic, one of the greatest players of all time. Curry will go down as one of the greatest players of all time. That should be enough for people. All right? They're both great. You know, whether you put Magic one or Curry one or you want to put Oscar Robertson one or anyone else, that's fine. But you can't have the conversation without Steph Curry in it. And that's my rant for today. And that's my podcast for today. Hope you have a fabulous weekend, everybody. And thank you so much for tuning in to If You Don't Like That with Grant Napier. So long, everybody. <laughs>